Hi, welcome to the coffee celebration. I'm Wendy Steinberg, your host, and today you're going to be so excited. Um, Sarah Gardaki, please, is that how I say your list? Oh, thank yes. God. Practiced in the mirror. Um, she and her husband established the Mad Llama Coffee. Um, is it Roasters Cafe or is it just the mothership? I don't know. But I became familiar. Um, this was my first um, Cincinnati Coffee Festival, as you all know, because I've been like promoting it and talking about it for months. And the Mad Llama Coffee Booth had this amazing drink. Uh, but before we get into how everything established with your coffee um, company, because it's relatively new, like 2016, right? Yep. Um I guess, tell us a little bit about yourself, because you also, like most women, have, are multifaceted. You're a gifted business person. And, you know, as someone who used to be very much in shape, I would love to hear more about that's your passion, because I also know your coffee company is sustainable, and there's all these great components to it. And I'll stop talking. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Talk away. <laughs> Yeah, so those are the coffee, coffee, and then like health stuff. It's all I can't separate it all. Um, I love it all very much, which is why I keep having like yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we started. Um, let's see. I started. We opened in twenty sixteen. Um, where am I starting? We opened in twenty sixteen. We had um, kind of accidentally. Um, it's a little bit big of an operation. <laughs> to just like jump in. So we opened, we found this really great location um, that we could bake out of. And and then the plan was to eventually get a roaster and roast because I had been doing that um, at other for other coffee roasters and and have the the full espresso bar. And then uh yeah we opened in it was August 2016 and then it's just been like a, a nonstop adventure. Right. Ever since <laughs> even because that's like my goal i have a special needs son and would love to create um an employment place for people like him love it. you mm -hmm. know ken anderson alliance already has one um and and i don't want to add any competition but like when you thought about establishing a coffee cafe like what went into that? Did you need a business plan? Did you need, like, how did you pick your coffee? Did you go to Honduras? Like, you know, what were those steps? Yeah, let me try and be linear about this because I have a tendency to not be able to talk. And it's okay. <laughs> linear is, is, is it's good. It's good. If not, we'll get back to it. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so I think when I was probably, I, I've always been, I've always had um, really love coffee shops. Um, I love coffee, mm -hmm. so drinking it, uh, you know, constantly having coffee with us. But I really love the um, the community like aspect of them that they provide this kind of you know unofficial community center for a neighborhood, um, and then fill this kind of unique role. And I really love that. I love that it's a place that anybody can go and hang out and visit with friends or worked on um you can chat with other people there I, I just really like the the connection building that they do so probably when I was like 15 I wanted a coffee shop art center 
that did, um, you know, like theater classes and arts classes and then had like coffee related. And like, I still kind of want that. <laughs> but I also, I feel like it's a really good addition to any, any other thing. Now, the building that we ended up with is the building that we ended up with. We needed something that we could afford. So there's like your, your dream and your vision. And then there's money and what's yeah. reality. Yeah. <laughs> so we needed, we had a price point, you know, that was pretty low. Um, so we needed something we could afford. We wanted to buy the property. Um, we needed all this hookup and not a ton of build out and a drive through, um, which I can't, I can't take credit for um, some other people that were kind of helping us get started like a drive through is the way to go. And that was, that was right. <laughs> so this, this building in Madisonville happened to be the one. So because of its layout, because of this one bathroom in the back, you know, we can't have a bunch of seating. So, so that's something. So then you're like, you're working and you're trying to grow and do what you can with what you have. Um, so I think that with the drive through, we really are, my, team has been really great about how do you have the same conversation so um when customers are coming in a coffee shop and they're all in line together there's a lot of cross conversation everyone's kind of talking together that's a really special yeah. thing um in the drive-through you don't get that but you get a lot of like one-on-one -on -one time so right. you know how do you still try and it, during covid um we shut down the front and we weren't sure what was going to happen. And then it turned out that we yeah. just, families would pile in their car mm -hmm. and sit in the drive through line for as long as it took because that was their outing for the day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so that worked out fine. Um, yeah. It's, you get to meet everyone's like dogs and cats and babies. Like that, that's pretty cool. So yeah. I forget where I was going with that um, outside of, what do you have? This is what we have right now. So, so what can we do with it? So then some of the other things, um, um, I would like, so you're trying to incorporate what we can that's reducing waste or like what's better, more socially and environmentally responsible business, right. you know, yeah. um, which I, which I, I certainly have not cracked, but we just are taking baby steps with what we can do and what we can afford so sure. um we were partnered with go zero so we started composting probably a year ago um lots of coffee grounds and eggshells mm -hmm. and so uh, i feel pretty good about that um then that also allows us to kind of start getting uh, i can't i don't know i don't know it would be really cool if i saw a path to like zero waste i know coffee shops do that every now and then i'll kind of like poke around and see what what are what are people doing? What can I start kind of taking steps towards? Right. Um, so that's kind of on my radar. Um, we're getting our milk from Indian Creek Creamery. They're a local dairy. Um, what was can I, can I say this on the right? Yeah, I can. Yes, we can. <laughs> when it got to, it, it kind of felt like something that was always really unaffordable. Yeah. Um, and and then I couldn't like financially justify. And then like somewhere in the supply chain issues, um, the the milk we were getting from like a major distributor was the same price. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is kind of what I found. No, I haven't priced it out since then, but that made it really easy at the time. We weren't getting our deliveries; they were really expensive. 
and then and so then we got connected um through through another coffee shop owner um to to these guys and so I, I like that. I like starting to, I feel like we're moving slower in these directions that I want to move in that I want to, but um, it's a lot running yeah. a business. And I think yeah. I got way off of your original question. No, it's okay. Because I was, I've been like following you on Instagram okay. and I, and I check out your website just to double check. I'm, I can like the hours. Cause sometimes yeah. I'm really early yeah. and um, the pictures of the food you create, I can smell it. All right. Like how those bagels. Oh my God. Uh, yep. Oh my God. Like I'm wearing bagels from like 1992. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh my gosh. You can smell it. It's like the coffee pictures, the food, even that creates a sense of community. Like how yes. do you determine your menu? Do you have a yeah. chef? Can you talk about the how getting food? Because I'm sure the health department comes in, right? And you yes. have to do all that stuff. Yes. So we, uh, other coffee shops I worked at did some food prep, but not to the extent we do. So we knew we were going to be a bakery. That was kind of part of the original, like, what about a coffee shop that makes everything themselves? And um, so we are level three, I believe. So there's different levels with the health department. Like, okay. what do you, are you going to be cooking raw meat? Or are you going to be frying? Oh. Um, and, and they're pretty like, you know, you can all, you, you can call them and say, this is what I want to do. What am I going to need? And, um, and they'll certainly get you started in the right direction. But yeah, so it's a little bit higher of a level. So we've got a lot of different um, requirements that we got to meet. But we will make as much as we can. And that's kind of because I got a lot of people on the team that are like, we can make it. <laughs> All right, let's do it. I'm going to try. <laughs> so we knew bagels were going to be part of it. So my husband, who, um, so he got into baking because he likes a challenge and he kind of likes a puzzle. So if he hears, uh, you know, this this thing is hard to make. And he's like, well, I want to try it. So by doing that, he kind of <laughs> accidentally learned to bake. Um, and then kind of when we started this plan, he was recovering from an, like a, an injury from his other job that was very, um, you know, physically dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, let's find something else to do. So he learned how to make them and like created his recipes. So it's been, um, so the sourdough as well. So we've got a sourdough starter that we kind of already had. And now it lives at the shop and so we make these sourdough rolls mm. and the bagels. Um, so yeah, so they're, they're hand rolled and kettle boiled and then baked and um, makes them several times a week. He's there at the kettle making bagels. So then you kind of like, well, what, we want to make breakfast sandwiches. Well, how can we make eggs? I don't want to use like frozen egg patties, but we got to make it fast. So this whole thing with um, nothing, let's see. So we have some things that are, we're trying to meet a lot of needs. And then you kind of, you also find a location and then um, your customers will kind of demand the direction you go in. So okay. you're in this location. Uh, turns out we have a lot of commuters, so they're trying to get in and out pretty quickly. So I don't want to be just zapping everything. I want to be still yeah. kind of making. So then you yeah. got to kind of compromise. What do I want to do? What do they need? <laughs> Where can we meet? So we've got, we'll make the eggs. So we make our eggs, we make the rolls, and then we'll kind of assemble 
some little breakfast sandwiches. And those will be assembled every day. So then they're just heated up to order and then they're they're out the door and go. The bagel sandwiches will maybe, um, you know, they, they can customize those more. So those are kind of which bagel do you want? Which, what do you want on it? And then we'll build it from there. Still kind of pre-making eggs every day. So like pre-make some egg patties every day. Okay. So then just finding systems and then what do your customers want? So we'll try different kinds of food, which will usually be somebody's got an idea. I saw this recipe I want to try. I give them a lot of creative, like, right. I very much would like to rely on, like, I'm part of a team, mm -hmm. even though I'm like the owner or whatever. Right, right. So uh, get a lot of input from the team. Sometimes we have a dedicated food person. Right now we're trying to get, um, you know, it would be really nice to have, here's our chef, uh, who just creates the the menu. Um, but sometimes we don't have that um, go through like different phases. It's kind of a, a weird industry. You get all sorts of people working um, there for a while. We had just like a lot of high school kids. Yeah. So, you know, then we do things slightly differently. And then you get some people that are looking for more of a like, um, you know, like a job, like a career job. And they want to kind of create some things. And then so then we roll with that. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll try some different foods. We'll get some ideas. We'll kind of put them out and see, see what takes. Um, and yeah, yeah. And then, but, but also within trying to, who do we have, like, what's the staff able to make? Like if I tell them they got to scramble eggs to order, um, no one's going to like that. Right. right. <laughs> They're going right. to run out of time. People will be, you know, we just. So, but we've got a huge bakery. We've got a pretty good sized bakery. So we've got a lot of ability to make and try a lot of stuff. So we, and, and then, like I said, the, the staff takes a lot of pride and we, we made it. Um, now at the same time, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good food in Cincinnati. And so there's a lot of food vendors that I would also be, you know, sometimes I'm like, should we just be like bringing in some more stuff mm -hmm. from these other people that are making really good food? So We'll see, you know. Yeah. How did you determine the drink menu? Like, is that already like there's some coffee like Bible and everyone just takes from that? Or sort like, of, do you have to yeah. create do you have like um creativity and and you can create any drink you want, name it the mad llama? I don't know, like I mean how yeah. did that that's a little that's a little bit of that both as well so i started working as a barista in 2002 and um and then kind of non-stop maybe for like a couple years here and there while i was in school um i wasn't as, as you know making lattes on a daily basis except for myself so um so felt pretty familiar with Know, what the what would be considered like industry standards and then um what 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 customer like what people what people actually want to drink so that was how kind of how we started our menu it was based on what I was familiar with and then how I like to drink and serve coffee and then again like kind of meeting in the middle then when it comes to specials and flavors um well right now we've got a barista who's um really good with flavors and um, has been having a lot of fun coming up with our seasonal menu. So that's been really cool. But it, it is usually like 
what's something someone's been drinking because you know baristas are just they're there all day they're drinking coffee throughout the day and then sometimes they get kind of wild and creative with their combos <laughs> but then sometimes like we've got okay so the snickerdoodle latte we had we would make a snickerdoodle cookie and we had a java whip that we used the snickerdoodle in but we didn't have a snickerdoodle latte but customers just started coming and saying can i get a they just like they kind of put it on the menu. We didn't have it. They would come order it. So then we were all like, well, what is it? <laughs> now let's build a recipe. So that's one that kind of happened backwards. They just were ordering it. And we're like, okay, fine. Right. <laughs> let's, let's figure it that's out, amazing. guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so oh there's stuff like that. And mm -hmm. then um, uh, what's the, we've got the really interesting ones we've got right now, I think orange cardamom, that's been a winter that we've done a few years in a row. And um, it sounds like, hmm, but it's uh, it's really good. So we'll make an orange simple syrup and then some cardamom. We have our rosemary brown sugar. That's new this year from a barista who's like, yeah, he's super um, creative with the with the flavors. So you start with like your basic thing, what it, what are people going to ask for and do okay. we, can we make it, you know, and then it's all, it's all combinations of espresso and steamed milk. Okay. Wow. In various ratios. Okay. <laughs> you sound amazing. Oh my What's God. your go-to drink? Do you have a go-to drink? Okay. So, um, I'm not judging. Okay. No judgment. Okay. <laughs> no. Usually I have like half coffee, half steamed soy or something. Mm -hmm. And that's really, and I make it extra hot mm -hmm. because, you know, sometimes it, I leave it and I come back and it's still warm. I need that like extra, yeah. you yeah. know, heat going on. Yeah. Um, but I am open to all of these <laughs> down for this next week. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. That's half, only. half coffee and half steamed milk is um, underrated. You can add flavors to those, and I've found that that people like that. It's a nice, it's a nice drink. Yeah. Make my kids a cafe au lait with with a little something every morning. <laughs> so I got you a bunch what? of coffee drinkers in the house too. Yeah. Oh, my kids started early. I started. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, for sure. So hey, then, fun. how did we get to the name Mad Llama? Is I that thought you might ask that. Well, that is, I, you know, I was thinking about it and I'm like, is that me without coffee? A mad llama? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I will be a mad llama without coffee. Um, but yeah. how did you come up with it? Yeah. <sighs> Everyone wants there to be a really great story and, and there's not. And so we've like always talked about like, well, we should just create some mythology or tell a different story every time and just let them pass around. But really, it is out of my husband's brain, and he was getting tired of brainstorming names, yeah. and especially, and like a lot of names that um, the group would come up with, I'd be like, nope, 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 <laughs> I don't like it, so it's been very particular, and um, and I think he said uh, spastic llama as like a joke, and then the group kind of latched onto llama, so mad, it's Madisonville, and we're on... Um, we're we're facing Madison Road. It's not our address, but um, oh, and then they they really fixated on llama, and then I'm so it really turns out that then llamas became um, uh, quite beloved. 
if they weren't already. I'm sure with a lot of people, they were already, but then they just kind of hit the mainstream. And then I was like, well, they're really relatable. They're like kind of cute, like us. <laughs> they're like, you know, kind of friendly. I don't know. They're kind Yeah. of useful. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I embrace it. And then uh, people bring us like their llama gifts. We've got a llama in there that, um, It's not a plush. It's almost like a plush. It's like some kind of weird in-between plush statue thing. And um, a customer, when we first opened, was like, this was like a sort of a family heirloom, but no one wants it. So it needs to be somewhere. <laughs> so it's like, all right. <laughs> now it's ours. <laughs> <laughs> That's really amazing. Um, see, building you just go ready. with it. That's perfect. Yeah. So being in food service, do you have a lot of turnover or do you have really good people who stick with you? Um, I, I know you've, what, six years, almost seven that you've started. And I just was wondering, like, how can you maintain this yumminess if you have high turnover? I don't know. I mean, yeah I, um probably other than just like uh you know um what's the word I'm looking for just like meeting all your um you know bureaucratic requirements of running a business um the consistency in people and systems is probably the next part that I really struggle with but I don't think we've had a ton of turnover it's not um like we've got people that um we've got one person that's worked with us aside from a little stint during shutdown um since like our second month open since October of 2016 he's been with us um So it's not unusual for us to have people for several years. We, I don't, I don't think we have a ton of turnover. Now we'll have some people that kind of come and go, but we've usually got a, like a core group. Um, so we've been very fortunate in that. Now, some of that is um, like, you know, sometimes hiring people that you know is good and sometimes it's not as good, but uh, it's, it's worked out for me so far. Um, having worked in coffee for a long time, all people that I have worked with before. So I'm like kind of already know how they, how they, how they work. So yeah. Um, then during my, so we've got, we've got three kids and um, the middle girl who is 18 now, um, a lot of her, so she was, um, let's see, junior, senior during COVID. So during that time, like a lot of the kids that were applying were her friends. So we, we've employed a lot of people that I've known, like, cause I know their parents and I knew them when they were like three. <laughs> so then you just, I, I just has kind of worked out for us, but yeah, we'll have people come and go. I don't really have very many um, staff horror stories and we're definitely like, like right now um, we're pretty full and um And don't need to hire anybody but yeah there are there are periods where we feel a little bit like oh we could use a few more people that are looking for not like that don't have to you know can work daytimes um Absolutely. but i think it's yeah you know i'm and we try to at least have like a, a decent culture i like to um really encourage people to still feel like they're able to like like the job doesn't come before life um because yeah. i And that's where things get kind of like, 
constantly trying to like uh, look back at your value system and kind of weigh it to running a business. And that feels um, like a constant kind of yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, you're just letting people, family comes first. Um, you know, it's a small business. So that, that doesn't mean like unlimited sick days or anything, but it, you know, it means you're not going to get fired. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Um, lots of flexibility. Cause that's important to me. Um, so just trying to kind of create the work environment that I would want to work in and then just bringing on lots of good people. Um, we've got a new manager that started that I'm really excited about. Um, we haven't had like a dedicated manager since we opened. Right. It's kind of been like a new, you know, we're, it's, it feels like it's a new business every year. Yeah. Um, I don't know if everyone feels like that and that's not related to COVID at all, but there was like the first year mm -hmm. and then it was, you know, the neighborhoods kind of evolving and then it was shut down and then it was post shutdown. And now I don't really know what is coming next. I don't know if there's a recession coming. <laughs> I think I think with coffee you you're scared because we're all gonna yeah yeah that's right. Yeah, we just might not be like you know making any like you know doing some huge build out or anything. Right. Um, but how did, how did you balance this with three kids? I have three boys myself, and I work full time. I'm a single mom. You have your your partner. I have a second parent. Second parent's always a bonus. I mean, I had one, but you know. <laughs> here we are. And um, I mean, six years ago, your kids, were they little? I mean, how did, oh my goodness. They were, um, uh, let math, let's see, math. So six years ago, 2016. So we had a 16 year old, um, let's see, Cassandra must've been like, she, they're going to yell at me, um, a 10 year old. So they were like a little, <laughs> yeah, they were, they were a little bit older and they weren't as, um, needing a lot of things okay and then having having family support um yeah. for us is really significant i know it's probably different resources that different people have that that help them out and for us it was having um family that was really excited about us doing this and then the kids like they, they um the girls especially the older girls um so now they are 22 18 and our son just turned 16 on saturday Oh, I thought I had the capture. Oh, okay. So, um, they they kind of grew up in coffee shops. Okay. I would take them to work when they were little. I would work at the coffee shop, so we'd go there in the morning. We'd like pick up the bagels for the shop, and then we'd go there. And I had their bus stop, so they'd get picked up, you know, there. So they'd like hang out in the morning, croissants, okay. and where was that for me? You know. Oh my goodness. That's the mothership right there. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Wow. So, so they were like, Oh yeah, now, now this is what we do. So they were really, and then like our middle girl, um, she was, she wanted to work. She was 14. It was like, you can't work. Uh, you're too young. And so she would just start, um, she would push her way in front of me to the window and start taking orders so I couldn't because she knew I wasn't going to like physically remove her right oh my gosh but the customer like pushed her out of the way so she, she just started taking orders and then customers were like giving their order and asking questions it's like fine let's get you a 
checking account and get you. Right. Here's your apron. Fine. <laughs> so she's, um, uh, so she's been like, you know, all, all about it, um, for like four years now. Yeah. So it, it, there's things about running a business. Um, my dad also always ran his own business that I think is hard for parents because you're never, you're never, never, ever, ever not working. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. A piece of you is always there, um, no matter how you know strong your team is and how little right. they might need you. So that stuff is hard because there's times that like I feel like I'm, I I don't know. You, then you find ways to to work it out. But they were definitely at a point where they didn't. We weren't doing as much driving, um, mm -hmm. and they you know we weren't needing to do quite as much like homework support. Or then you can always, you can also set the hours. You know like. Right now we're still closing at three and that's not necessarily because of that. We've only got one kid in high school right now. The other two are um, out, but you know, that's something you can do. You can right. just, what's right. your, what's your non-negotiable priority? Is mm -hmm. it going to be, I want to be home after school and not thinking about this because that was right. a challenge when we were open a little bit later, um, which I love because then the people who were wanting to come with their kids after school, were missing them right now. And that, that yeah. bums me out. Yeah. But um, yeah, there'd be a lot of times that maybe I got called in and I had to open and then, you know, I got to stay till close. And then by the time I get home, I'm tired and that kind of, um, yeah. yeah. So you choose what are my non-negotiables and then just make the business work around like right. the best you can. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So were you always, so the coffee, Cincinnati Coffee Festival we just celebrated its fifth year. Did you start when they started? Were you right? Yes. Cool. So, okay, for people who did not have the pleasure of attending this, I bought the early pass on Sunday. Yeah. Um, lovely. Because then yeah. right at 10, all these other people came and I knew my time was up. And so um, it was so funny because I'm taking pictures of my friend Jacob and I, and we're taking all the free samples. And finally someone, and we posted on Facebook. And one of my friends is like, you need to eat something. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? And I'm like, what? You know, it was so amazing. So when you have to plan for that amazing booth and your potion drink, which I want you to explain to all of our listeners, yeah. mm -hmm. like, are you bringing, do you cook it? early in the morning and then bring it? Do you have someone come if you need more? Like, how do you plan? Because that was like from nine to four, I think, on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I don't even know what you know how to bring, how much, like. Uh, I want to have it down by now. And, I, and then and every year, I'm like always kind of underestimating. I think that I really do know, but I'm like, no, there's no way we need that much. The yeah. first year we did it because I kind of have this, um, I, I a little bit have this like policy for myself because I will shy away from most things that if I'm asked to do something, I will say yes. Okay. If I'm like physically capable of doing it, then I will do it. So, um, so we, we did coffee fest the first year and it was like wild. Um, and then again, with relying on my team to be like, we can do this. So my barista was like, well, why don't I bring my home espresso machine? And then we can like make some lattes with glitter and stuff. This was the first year. So I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. So then we're there with this little home <laughs> espresso machine. And he's 
making lattes like way more than we thought. So, um, so then it also helps like, you know, your limitations and then you kind of surround yourself with people that are going to be like pushing you. We've done that. Um, yeah. So the, it seems like, um, every year that we've done it, um, they they really consistently, I don't, I guess I can't, I don't know exactly if they sell out, but if I had to guess if, you know, you said that they, every year they sell out, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds right. So I know it's going to be thousands of people. It doesn't seem to ever flow. People come. Um, yes. And another thing that we learned the first year, I think we probably brought some bagels to sample out our bagels the first year and noticed really quickly that people were extremely caffeinated and there was no food. No food. <laughs> <But> there was... <laughs> So, so then we started bringing, um, uh, we didn't do it this year because then you're like kind of waiting, like, um, what are we going to have the electric hookup for that we're not going to like trip stuff? You know, if there's a mistake to make, we've, we've certainly made it. So we would, we brought like Kalachi one year, a few years, I think we didn't this year or we did, maybe we did. Um, and then, uh, not as many bagels because of the like kind of the labor involved. So my husband's already baking the the gluten-free banana bread is probably our most popular pastry period. Um, it does not, it just kind of happens to be gluten-free. Uh -huh. um, everyone eats it whether they want it to be gluten-free or not. So it's mm -hmm. um, make many 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 loaves of that because you're sampling stuff out so you got to have a lot of stuff to sample it's just non-stop people i think maybe like later on sunday it starts to quiet down but i mean saturday oh my it was fierce morning, it was fierce yeah it's like we're jockeying for positions yeah it, oh it's amazing yeah yeah it's fun. I, I also really like the way they're, um, they started doing like the, the waves and the window, you know, the entry times and stuff. Cause when we were at the convention center, that was kind of like too big. So, um, yeah, the musical is really, really great. Um, it's a lot of fun, but it is a lot of work and it's a lot of, uh, yeah. Asking my bakers because I, don't do so much baking. I will roast the coffee and I can roast the coffee pretty far and not like far in advance, but I can be like roasting throughout the week. <laughs> and, um, and the food kind of not so much. You've got, you know, we don't have unlimited space in the kitchen, <laughs> but so it's a lot of like, yes, please. I'm going to need like 20 more loaves. Um, banana bread, please. Um, so we did have, we've got a, a, a baker right now and she was in there in the wee hours. I would pop in to go load up the car and she was there and she had like her, her girls helping put cookies in bags. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't realize. <laughs> they usually are asking to work, you know, for kids like it. I like doing stuff. So, or like beans. Um, yeah. Yeah. Asking them, please, can I have more I'm gonna need a lot more <laughs> what was that drink that I saw everyone carrying in the mason jar yeah it was, it was like it was amazing and it was right before Halloween right <laughs> it was the weekend before Halloween and I'm like how did they do that what yeah. is that 
the same the same barista that was like let's bring the machine and let's do like glitter it's, he's always got some kind of ideas so this year it was um well let's do what's our what's our thing gonna be what's our thing gonna be and um gets you know real real wild and creative ideas so we came up let's see what was it pumpkin and what was it pumpkin white chocolate and cinnamon hello kitten um uh if we called it the hocus pocus <laughs> she i thought i shut them out of here it's okay <laughs> i have sophie the pug when she wakes up i probably need to go so um but how did you make it fall like how did you make it like ghoulish it's like let's i'll pick up some dry ice and i said oh. <laughs> he's got some um some like cocktail and mixing experience and um a lot more ideas of what's possible you know in coffee you don't see a whole like you, right. you, you can you can find it you can find the flourishy stuff but it's it's different so um so that that never would have occurred to me um and then we tried it and it's like that looks really awesome <laughs> so we put our nice. little cauldron out front and um and then I, I had also tasked them with, I was like, we gotta, let's move these, let's move these mugs. I don't want to take them back. So what can you do to move these mugs? Mm -hmm. Give your people a, a challenge. And he likes to have something that just stands out a little bit. And it's, yeah, it's very llama and very, very us having like a pink drink with dry ice. And a Love it. Love <laughs> it. People are carrying those around everywhere. It was like, the best ten dollars to spend that day. It was just like, where can I get it? Where can I get it? And then and try even just on it, it would like bubble over and get like real. Well, it was like trying even just to get to the front of the line in, in your booth. Jacob and I were like, we're not very tall people, you know. We have to like jockey ourselves. Like, didn't want to take anyone out, but yeah. oh my God. that's the yeah. way it was. Was like four deep, and I'm just like, mm. oh my gosh! Oh yeah. my gosh. It's and, fun, and the the team always has a lot of fun because they get to like get out of the shop, and they're like, oh, this is entirely different. Like just talking to people about what we do. That's very fun to watch, and then yeah. Have you bought your own machine then, just for the coffee festival? So you're not doing the little individual yeah. craziness, yeah. Uh, uh, one of the plans was, let's see, did we get that machine? I feel like we, there was a year we did a, we did a lot more events. Um, and so we did get a second machine, the proper machine and more of a proper um, mm -hmm. setup. And then the plan was to build a cart or a truck so we could do more you have um, one. offsite events. Well, so the, that that was kind of the plan. We were doing all these events. It was like 2019, and we were kind of building some stuff, and then we were going to like build up some, you know, and then it, that that's gotten pushed aside. But it's recently, you know, now that um, we have survived 2020 and 2021, <laughs> then I'm back to like, yeah, I still would like to do that because then for a while I was like, well, yeah, there were no events to do anyway, so. Um, we haven't been doing them because we don't have a cart or a truck, but we've got some ideas on some pretty affordable ways to do that. When you do a, a it's health department stuff again. So yeah. if you don't have the 
the built, you know, a little built mobile store is what it essentially is because you still have to meet all these different health requirements oh um, with sinks and water and refrigeration. And so there's all that to get yeah. a permit for that. And if you don't have it on wheels, you can still get that permit, but you have to build it every time. So that's kind of what we're trying to do. And then I got to the point where I was like, I'm not, I don't want to build a store every weekend. Right, right. No, for sure. I'll say yes to these things again when I when I can get that that cart built. But yeah, so we, we do have a machine for that. It's a little different. Like at, at Music Hall, we've got um, um different abilities. So there are some events like that okay. where you don't have to um have all the same things as if you're like, you know. What other events have you done? Time. I didn't even know there were other events for me to attend. Well, like, we would, you know, we would do like um uh, what are some of the things, um, like some of the things that they do in Washington park that, um, that they put on. Oh, yes. Okay. Like some of those festivals and, um, and, and then there's a, there's a lot more, but you know, just different like festivals and stuff. So I'd like to do more of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, there was a, for a while, there were some other coffee events happening. I don't think they've been happening since then. Like we did, um, like the pour over event, like a Northern Kentucky pour over, just like places where coffee vendors are showcasing their stuff. I love those events. I like getting to go and see and hang out with all the other local coffee pros and, mm -hmm. and swap coffee. Absolutely. <laughs> that was such a cool thing when they did the cappuccino kind of contest yeah. and that art. And I'm just yeah. like mesmerized. I was like, oh, I need a hobby. That's fabulous. <laughs> You know, it's mm -hmm. so great. Mm -hmm. So you don't have a typical day. This is what I'm no. hearing. Every day is different. Yes. But do you have a, another job? You had spoken that your husband had had another job. It didn't work out. He's now a baker and it's great. But like, do you have a second job to being owner of Mad Llama? So I have, I have, um, I have, uh, and I, I like an admin. So one thing I have is a, it's like an admin assistant. I do some admin and um, a little bit of, you know, uh, light, like bookkeeping and stuff mm -hmm. that that's a paycheck job. Yeah. Um, that brings me a paycheck. That's, that's the only paycheck job. <laughs> um, and then uh, I teach yoga and do some personal training and some health coaching. Um as well and and none of that is like regular or scheduled because it's all um yeah like a, a lot of working with moms so a lot of working with moms and moms don't have regular schedules so yeah. then like yeah so that if you're going to work with moms you're also not going to work with absolutely absolutely <laughs> so um so then that is another thing are those the only things right now yes yes that's fine that's a lot because like you were saying, what are your negotiables? And then building your life around that. And you, I mean, kids never stop needing their mom, no matter yeah. what age they are. <clears throat> and your involvement in the community, you know, running a business. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, how does she sleep? When does she sleep? Like, it's, that's a lot. I could sleep a lot more. <laughs> And then you do a lot of a lot of list writing. I got lists. Mm -hmm. um, I got a lot of lists. 
that lists everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Kids, um, I are your kids older? Are they like in the teen years? I I have three boys, 19, 16, 13. Okay. Yeah. So maybe you have the same experience. The the newest thing is when the older kids need you, it's like 11 30, 11 45 at night. Yes. Oh gosh. <laughs> They've like processed on their own, you know, throughout the day and now they're ready to, to share. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I do it. <laughs> yes. I'm like love you. Oh my god, it's like I want to be there for them. But then yeah. like I'm getting old, okay? And you know, <laughs> my kids, like mommy needs some sacred sleep, people. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. So that, that seems to be like the, the latest thing. So, and, and yeah, we keep, we're like night people and keep having these jobs that involve early morning. So I got a really good opening team. Uh, so right now I have a good opening team and then they, the kid gets off to school. We get him off to school at like eight 30. He's got a later start um, mm -hmm. at this school. And then, I'll, so I'll usually be there to close. So they'll usually be like, I don't have to get up in the wee hours. Um, most of the time right now those phases change so it, it helps to, to like variety and not need too much routine um yeah uh yeah that gets a little bit tricky you like you know read and listen to things to like improve your life and productivity and be like what yeah. are your creative hours and you know work around that I'm like ain't so <laughs> no i get it i get it lately it's been i've got this really strong opening team they don't they don't need me they um rarely you know call me like last minute oh my god i need you to come open um yeah that's that's the other tricky thing if running your business if you're not like you know already planning to open and close like if you've got other stuff to, to try and get done during the day that gets really challenging if you're yeah washing the dishes and making the drinks and like you know doing the books um and paying the bills and, mm -hmm. and that gets pretty murky um I don't I'm not sure how how folks do that if they're going to work in it all day and then you got to work on it in the evening but um I guess you everybody just gets into their their rhythm and yeah. systems so so yeah so I'll like kind of get get the kid off to school so we got some morning time and um even though he's 16 is really needed it's just it's still i still like to well they need to get up out of bed that's the hard they part need to get up, up out of bed yeah yeah that's our, that's where we come in absolutely yeah. that's true he's not gonna do that on his own yeah not, not at this time and then i'll usually uh, probably maybe have some personal training clients or um some yoga classes and then i'll go into the shop and then see what needs to be done so it's either yeah. shopping or roasting or um, kind of checking in with people or Love it. you know whatever the the troubleshoot of the day is because there's a troubleshoot every day you really gotta like like a new a new puzzle all the time um yeah and then probably like a few more clients and classes in the evening the yeah. other thing like we're kind of used to uh, from kids I'm kind of used to like a a, a really long day and then you know now those evening hours are not mm -hmm. filled with driving to dance or soccer or whatever right. so right. um i kind of feel like that's all new bonus time i know right <laughs> oh my goodness that's yeah. amazing that's amazing i know you're open 
um, Monday through Saturday, what is it, 7 a.m. to 3? No. Yeah, Monday through Friday, 7 to 3, and then Saturday and Sunday is 8 to 3. I am, oh my goodness. I know, I've been like, oh my God, I can't, like, I'm already at work by 8, so I'm like, that's what you're talking about. It was 6.30. We we um worked, we were opening at 6.30 and thinking about going even earlier. And then when all our, you know, because we got a lot of commuters and then um we got a lot less people coming at 6.30. I assume that was maybe a work from home thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if that kind of starts to change, because we're really, you know, like willing to do whatever. Usually those decisions are made on like, well, who's working for us right now and what are they able to do? Exactly. And then what are like the customers kind of pushing for? Right. Right. So, so I'm always like, should we go back to more hours? Should we go back to more hours? And I still haven't decided, but we've, we've been yeah. talking about it a lot lately. Um, you know, still, still keeping that open. Usually in January though, um, there's a big kind of drop in people being out and about. Hmm. So, so maybe not in January, but we'll see. We'll see. Amazing. Amazing. Sarah, I'm so grateful you took this time to share your love of coffee with me. I know whenever I walk into a coffee shop, the smell, it's like, oh, I'm in my happy place. And <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. And then when I saw you guys at the coffee festival, I'm like, oh my God, I need to talk to them because <laughs> I am all about the small businesses. I mean, yeah. granted, thank you, Starbucks, for starting everything, but we're going to finish it. Okay. <laughs> all right. Move over. Thanks for filling that need so we don't have to fill that need. No. Right. You're raking it in. Let's, let's redirect. Okay. <laughs> So um, I know for myself, I've written down everything I'm going to try next. The rosemary brown sugar. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say cardamom, orange cardamom, I Mm -hmm. think. Um, Snickerdoodle latte. All right. (laughs) I'm going to bring all my kids. We're going to buy all of them. And then we're going to taste test. Okay. I'm in it. Actually, I'm going to probably get over soon because you're open till three. And I as you can tell, I quite haven't had enough coffee. So <laughs> I'm going to just splurge on myself. Pretty high. I have pretty high caffeine consumption every day. Yeah. The yeah. older I get, the earlier in the day I got to cut it off. Oh, yeah. But it's not It's not time yet. So it's, not, it's definitely not. Time it's open. Yet. The window is open, my dear. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank and you. I'll let you know when we'll post this and I'll, I'll get some great. Um, pictures from you and, oh, cool. and let you know mm-hmm. it's going to be posted after the first of the year. And um, oh my God, I can't wait to That's go. That's fun. That's fun. All right. Thank you so much. I hope you have Thank a great you. day. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Be well. Be well.